Welcome to the A-Game Podcast with Nick LaMagna, digging into the minds and experiences of some of today's brightest entrepreneurs in real estate and business, along with Hollywood stars, UFC fighters, and your favorite rock bands. People that have figured out how to overcome obstacles, take chances, live boldly, and no matter what they do, they always bring their A-Game. Welcome to the A-Game Podcast. Today, it is Thursday, getting this one out a little bit later than usual, but better late than never. Again, try to hold myself accountable and make sure I get a couple of these in, even though I got a bunch of stuff piling up. I feel like the sinuses are starting to get there a little bit, so hopefully my voice isn't as irritating as it has been the last couple of weeks or, I guess, couple of couple of lifetimes, I guess, if you've been listening long enough. But Today's episode, once again, uh, partly sponsored by Naked Warrior Recovery. Go check out Naked Warrior Recovery CBD. If you go on nicknicknick.com slash links under affiliates, you will see a key uh, link in there to get 20% off by putting promo code AGAME in on your order. Support a good cause, support a good product. If you have not been taking CBD and you take it consistently for four to six weeks, you will feel a difference in all those nagging injuries and pains and aches and inflammations will start to go down. So I have gotten back on it and feeling good again. Uh, again, if you want to get involved in real estate, go to nicknicknick.com slash links. Find any of the ways to connect with me. Please subscribe to this podcast through any of those links everywhere you get your podcasts and link up to me on Instagram, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, anywhere you want to get in touch with me. If you are looking to buy real estate, if you're looking to sell real estate, or you're looking to partner in some way on real estate, please contact me and figure out how we can get that going, whether it's beginner, new, advanced, multifamily rentals, fix and flips, um, whatever it is, we can find out a way to have that conversation to figure out how to get you started. Um, definitely reach out to me any and all those ways and let's make this a good year and get you into your first, your fifth or your 50th property, especially if you're looking to scale up to small multifamily properties, or small mobile home parks. That seems to be a lot of what we're doing lately with people getting into those pro- uh, price points that are kind of under a million and a half, I would say is a sweet spot, but uh, definitely can go all over and make something fit into whatever your criteria is and hopefully build a good long lasting relationship that everybody wins. So uh, people ask me a lot of the time, what do you have to pay me for that? Um, I do not get paid unless the deal is closed. So um, we all have a vested interest in making sure we find a good deal that everybody wants and that the numbers check out. And uh, if you don't make money, then I don't make money. So I tend to set it up to be a win-win. Hopefully it does. And again, if you want the checklist for all the ways to bring value to your buyers as a real estate wholesaler or a real estate agent slash broker, go to nicknicknick.com slash bigger pockets and get that free checklist now. Um, so today's episode is just, uh, you know, me kind of going over some things that uh, I've been coming across. There's really no specific topic. I am working on a couple of case studies that we can release over the next couple of weeks and some of the deals we've done recently. Um, and we have some great guests coming up, uh, which I will be trying to do some more stuff on. Um, definitely, please be a little bit more active and engage with us on uh, social media. We've changed some things up. So let us know if you see some posts and some quotes and some things that you like. Definitely comment, comment on them. Shout out to Brad Johns. But today, I do want to talk about progress, not perfection, because I do find myself having to remember this a lot of the time and putting off doing things or doing the next thing or jumping into things because you feel like you have to be completely prepared, which is kind of funny because if you think about a lot of this stuff, especially now with all of the resources out there from YouTube to courses, to mentors, to Facebook groups, to just, you know, people in your neighborhood that you're, you're doing stuff with, 
you don't know something and then all of a sudden you hear something and now you feel like you have to be prepared and learn the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. And I've said this a few times, but I feel like I did more when I knew less. And as I start to learn more and more stuff now, um, I find myself going down the rabbit hole of what else do I need to learn and having to try and find every perfect scenario, option and angle before I call the seller back or before I jump into this or before I move forward on that. And um, it really is not how it's done. You know, the more things I start to hear, I really appreciated Steve Trang talking about how, you know, all the, the coaches and the mentors and the people out there, regardless of the level, people that join those programs assume that that person has all the answers. But if you look at it, all of them, all the people that I have as mentors, all have mentors and they're all posting about their mentors and their mentors are also posting about their mentors. So everybody has questions. Nobody has it all figured out. Everybody's always learning. Everybody's always trying to, well, the good ones are always trying to learn, trying to stay sharp, trying to stay on top of stuff, but really nothing's going to replace the experience of doing. You know, you can put things off until you're blue in the face. And then by the time you do it, the market changes or the leads are dead or the, the CRM changed or something else popped up or there's some other reason. And so, you know, I think it's important just to pick a direction and just find a, a suitable and exception, acceptable, I should say, is the word I'm looking for. Find an acceptable rhythm, routine, or hours to really just start to go after that stuff and then evaluate and reevaluate. You know, one of the things I was talking about, I'm looking around over here, but the, the Brendan Bruchard planner thing is really cool because you could time block on that. And you can write your, your wins and your losses for the day and some of the things that you've thought about. So one of the things I've been trying to do to get around progress, not perfection, is one, not go over content or consume new education content during business hours. So listening to those things, with the exception, there's a couple that you really have to get on live. Um, but for the most part, you don't have to. A lot of them are recorded these days. And if that's something that you're looking to get into, maybe that's a great question to ask the person who's putting on the course or the calls or the mentoring or whatever it is you're doing is ask them if there's going to be recordings, if you can access them, how often you can access them, when they're going to be accessed, because sometimes it takes a long time for some of these guys to post the stuff, which I understand if it's days and days of stuff, but you know, sometimes, sometimes it's easier than it is uh, on other times, but finding that out and then making time blocking even before eight or after eight for, okay, you know, every Monday to Friday from eight to 10, that's when I'm going to listen to these webinars and ask questions and find out a way again, if there's a way to email that person or message that person with some of the questions you had and some of the stuff that they talked about, but that takes out a few hours a day of going after stuff. So let's say for instance, cold calling, that's something I got a bunch of people I want to call. You know what? Let me look at 50 different ways that I can make this deal work. Let me look at the, all the different comps for cash flow comps. Let me look at if I did it as a wholesale. Let me see if I look at it at a hotel. Let me do some area information on there. And then let me find a way to get. And then I call the person and I get the wife. And the wife tells me never to call back again anyway. And then I got to call back and get the husband. And I wasted all this time. So now just getting on the phone and saying, okay, from let's say 10 to 1, I'm just going to pick up the phone. I'm just going to start making calls, throw them the dialer. And then maybe from one to three, while I do some reflection or I reevaluate some of these things or call some new leads, that's when I start to write in that plan or, okay, here's some things that came up. Here's some specific questions or situations that I have. Let me post on some Facebook groups. Let me write to Nick about this. Let me go call my mentor or whoever, or, or adjust or look at this up because the situation didn't really come up much. Or this situation came up two or three times. And then some of that content and some of the stuff you listen to after, because again, if you're doing this the right way, which doesn't always fall into place, but you really should be trying to, if you are getting mentorships and taking courses or consuming podcasts or content, try and focus on doing it relevant to what you are 
in the middle of struggling or learning or building right now. So it's uh, another thing in there, which I'll backtrack to, but let's say you go there now from eight to 10, I go and I listen to a bunch of podcasts or courses specifically on cold calling, whether it's webinars I downloaded that I was part of for a mastermind I'm in, or even just Facebook live content that I know somebody did or some podcast specifically on cold calling. And I write that down and I find that I had to contact that person or I do some research specifically on, hey, what do you say when the person says this, the person wants this, and then I do some stuff on YouTube. Like there's always ways to do it, but to be very intentional in marking down where did I struggle today when I just picked up the phone and started doing it because it wasn't perfect. It was something that I just had to go through. And, and even though I only probably understand 50% of it, I'll learn and narrow down that target. And then tomorrow I'll have a little less questions and I'll be more prepared every day for that. You know what I mean? As a black belt, uh, jujitsu, I always go back to these references. When I walk in and I'm rolling, there's so many things I'm aware of now of, okay, I have to watch a choke. I have to watch an arm lock. I have to watch a sweep. I have to watch a leg lock. I have to watch an ankle lock. I have to watch a heel hook. I have to watch it being inverted. I have to make sure he doesn't take my back. I have to make sure he doesn't switch the grips. I have to make sure he's not doing the new cool thing. So on you, like there's all these things, whereas, you know, when I was going in as a white belt, it was just like, I didn't even know what I was looking for, but it was fun. And I started going after it. And then you'd get caught in things and you go, man, what was that? How how did I get caught in that? What did I do wrong? How do I avoid that next time? Then you go back the next day and eventually you, know, you get to where you are, but that doesn't mean that I got a black belt and now I don't need help anymore. And I know everything. I feel like there's so much more than ever to learn now, but you still go and you show up and you love it and you enjoy it. And you, you, you really embrace the, the mentors and the people like the Matt Sarah's and the Ray Longos of the world that, that come and they help you out. So it's no different, whatever it is you're doing. If you're taking piano, you're trying to learn a song, you just start playing it every day. You know, you're trying to learn Italian. You just start doing some lessons every day and you make mistakes as you go. And you don't know Italian fluently. And you don't know how to play the piano like a pro. However, um, you, you go through and you just get better every day. And then you ask your teacher questions. Say, hey, every time I get to this bridge in the song with the chorus, I mess up. Hey, every time I go to sweep, the guy stops me and I wind up on my back. Hey, every time I tell the seller this, they hang up on me. What's going on? Every time I call the realtor, I say this, they hang up on me. What's going on? Every time I look at multi, it's in every deal because of A, B, and C. What's happening? You know, hey, I, I have trouble raising private money. I haven't made the calls to this person. They said X, Y, and Z. Why? But you go through it, you do it, and then you ask questions and adjust. And one of the things I read recently in, in a, it was a, a book I'm reading. It might be the road less stupid. I have, to, I have to double check. I don't want to speak out of turn, but they talked about the course of being successful. And one of the things they put in there was, yes, you know, rejection and, and persistence and tenacity and growth and work ethic and habits and all the things you hear all the time. But one of the things they put in there was correction. And I thought that that was a really, really big deal because I feel like not enough people talk about, I was doing this, I stopped, I corrected it, and I did this. And that comes from going through, attempting to do certain things, and knowing that I don't know everything, but you know what? That's the way I'm going to learn. And there's nothing I can think of in my life that I really understood or excelled at or got good at from just researching and studying and waiting to be perfect on it. It was all things that you almost had a false sense of security that you were better at it than you are. And then you went and you started doing it. So that's again, the, the double-edged sword of where we are today with information, with podcasts, with, with, with access to everything at your fingertips is it gets very easy to get in the black hole of over analysis and over consumption of content before you actually start making the moves, because you can be a lot more aware of all the things you don't know by all the stuff that's out there. But a lot of it isn't really relevant to what you're doing that exact day. There's so many different what ifs you can worry about. And 
It's just about getting in there and doing it. So get on the mat, start playing the piano, start playing the guitar, start saying some words in English and start putting out some offers, start calling some sellers, start putting some offers out of multi-unit, start analyzing some multi-unit deals, start calling some mobile home park owners, start asking people who are in, how they got involved, who they can help with, start linking up with some people who are lending or some people that are buying and asking them who they're lending on. But they're going to, come back with questions and then you just go, Hey, you know what? Let me just get back to you on that. Let me think about that. And then set a deadline and follow up, but you're going to see that people are going to help you. Don't be afraid to say that you don't know it all. Hey, you know what? I'm still trying to figure this whole thing out. I just made the decision today that I was going to get into multi-units that I was going to get into real estate. So you're really my first call. And people do that a lot. Like, Hey, I'll say, Hey, well, what's this call about? They go, you know, I don't really know. I was listening to your podcast. You mentioned on it to reach out to you to start getting involved in real estate. So I, I did, I don't really even know what to say or what to ask. And I go, cool. Awesome. Let's talk about it. So but me knowing that helps versus some like, oh, you know, I'm looking for this and just to have an honest conversation. Are there going to be people that maybe sound like you're bothering them and they're, and they're not going to be that helpful? Sure. But are there going to be people that are very open and very honest and very helpful? Yes. And the more you start to talk about and, and vocalize the things that you don't know, you're not sure of, the more they're going to start to direct you. And that, that happens. Even me now, you know, I just had a, a class or a, a, a a call with Derek Vidal about social media. And the more we started to talk about stuff at first, I was like, why is he asking me all these questions? And the more he asked those questions and got me to sound that out and talk about it, I realized some of the things I wanted and some of the things I didn't want. And that's really the next thing with the progress and perfection is that correction that you're going to make as you start going through and progress instead of perfect and really start just putting in the laps and get, putting the time in and just making the effort. You're going to learn things not only that you want and work, but you're going to learn really quick things that don't work. And every time you do that, that's going to be a good day because the next day, even though you still might not have it down perfect, you're going to go, well, I know not to say this and I know not to say that. And like a great example of this is um, my buddy, my buddy that I was training to get on the phone, um, he was calling some sellers and I was trying to make it a point to say, hey, you have to be very intentional with what you say. And so I rearranged our CRM. So you would see after you see the name, you could see the list that you're calling the person from. So it would say, we called, called this person, we texted this person, we left this person a voicemail, or this person called us through a Facebook lead or through a realtor referral or whatever it is. And he started saying, hey, I'm calling you because you called our office or you texted our office or you said your property was for sale. And immediately they got defensive and they went, no, I didn't. I didn't call you. My property is not for sale. You called me and you asked me if I'd sell my property. And although that doesn't seem like it's an important thing, it is. Because when somebody's actually getting called probably from multiple people, and then we call, you know, I, I gave him the example of, I was like, hey, you have to understand, it's like going to, to somewhere to ask a girl on a date. And then one of the, your, their buddies goes, hey, you know what? You should go talk to that person. She said she, she talked to you if you said hi. And then you walk over and you go, hey, uh, your buddy said that you wanted to date me. And they go, no, 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 no. That's not what happened. He said you were interested in me. And I said, he could come over and talk to me. Like, they're definitely going to come out and be like, yeah, I wasn't going after you. You were coming after me. You know, I'm I'm not even on the market. I'm in a relationship or something like that. You know what I mean? Maybe I didn't vocalize that way, but you know where I'm going with it is it definitely changes the dynamics. So those little things of saying, okay, well now just not saying when somebody called me or sorry, that I called somebody that they called me looking to sell their property. It's I reached out to you and asked, I'm following up now. It diffuses them a little bit. You know, it just takes one less thing out. So the next day you go, okay, well, I realized that 10 people hung up on me because I made an assumption or I said something that wasn't a big deal to me, but that was a big deal to them and got hung up on 10 out of 10 times. What am I doing wrong? 
somebody listen to my call, somebody reevaluate this, let your partner read it. You look at it and you go, okay, what's going on here? Or just ask the person like, Hey, you know what? It sounds like I said something that upset you. You know, what is it? And then one of the sellers will say, not for nothing, but if you're going to keep doing this, man, this is what you said that pissed me off. So if I were you, I wouldn't say that anymore. And now, you know, for the next day, and that's one less thing. And you'll say something else stupid the next day after that'll get you hung up on, but that's okay. You know, you keep learning, you keep going through it, and then you just take that out and, and you'll have better and better conversations every single day. And then before you know it, you get your blue belt, your purple belt, your brown belt, one day you'll be a black belt and you'll be teaching other people to get on the phone and all these lessons will be things that will help you build a better foundation and take those tips and tricks out. When you're training people to start doing these things that you don't want to do, you can say, hey, I've gotten hung up on a hundred times already. This is why you don't say this exactly like I say with the black belts. The black belt to me is not somebody that can beat everybody up, but somebody that's gotten beat up every single which way possible. And they can come and say, hey, man, I've already gotten my butt kicked and tapped out a hundred times by doing it this way. Don't do it that way. Let me save you a hundred broken bones, a hundred bloody noses, a hundred times that you get your butt knocked, knocked around on the mat or whatever it is. So hopefully this helps. But if you are suffering from some of the things like I am to overanalyze and think you have to know everything before you start making any moves, I will tell you, you will feel so much better going on 50% of thinking that you know stuff and you have more to learn and just getting out there and doing it, you will learn so much more. You will move so much faster. You will get so much more efficient and better at that. And you'll actually start closing deals and making money. You realize that a lot of the stuff that you're worrying about and, and overanalyzing and thinking that you have to know to really be successful and make money, they're good things to know in the long run, but they're not really relevant for today. And most of those things, some of those things are never even going to come up. So progress, not perfection is the topic for today. Again, you don't have to be perfect. Just start doing something a little bit every day. Set a bar, three calls a day, five calls a day, one offer a day, call five sellers a day, call five hard money lenders a day, you know, practice three scales, Pr try a new move at jujitsu that you haven't tried before that you're trying to do and then try a chain there, you know, don't go for the stuff that works for you all the time. Try something new, you know, go out there, put yourself out there a little bit. Don't be afraid of rejection. It's part of the, part of the journey. It's part of life. Embrace it, learn from it, move on. Hopefully this was helpful. Uh, please go on, review, subscribe, all those fun things. If there's anything I could do or any topics you would like me to discuss in some of these solo episodes, email me podcast at nicknicknick.com. If you think I would be a good guest for your podcast, email me podcast at nicknicknick.com. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm.